Welcome to Jeremiah Smith Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. Well, we are live. How you doing? Praise the Lord. Are you doing good today? I hope that you're doing good. This is Jeremiah Smith here, and uh, we're going to have a good time in God's Word today. Hey, I'm so glad that you're here in the middle of the week, and I get to spend time with you today, and I hope that you're pumped up and ready to go, and uh, we're just going to spend some time listening to the the Word of God as it speaks to us, and let the Holy Spirit speak to our spirits today. And you know, if you haven't got no hope, or you haven't felt like you've had hope all week, well, this is the place to get some hope. You know, God's Word brings hope to your spirit. And he encourages you every day. He's a good father. And his word will encourage you. And I believe it will bless you today. And I believe he wants to reach out and touch you right there where you're at today. I don't know what you've been going through, but uh, he wants to help you today. And that's why we're here today. That's why we go through what we're doing here to make sure that we're spending time with you. It's just not just to have a service or to just be online or just a, a record a message. No, we're here to be a blessing to you and let the Holy Spirit encourage you and be the counselor and help that you need right there where you're at today. And so we're going to take some time and we're just going to fellowship through his word today. How about that? We just fellowship through his word and let God have his way today. That's what we like to do here at Jeremiah Smith Ministries. So, hey, I'm so glad that you joined us and I'm so glad that you've taken the time to be here uh, today. And so we're here every Wednesday and every Sunday. We're live at Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central Time. And uh, Wednesdays and Sundays we're here at uh, 4 p.m. Central Time if you want to catch the live services. You can catch those services live at those times. And uh, you, and we're live right now on Podbeam out there on YouTube. We're live right now on video if you want to catch the video. Uh, but uh, you can always catch us live on Podbeam there as well. And uh, the, those are the live broadcasts. If you want to listen to the rebroadcast, though, you can go to Spotify, Google Music, iTunes, Listen Notes, Podbean, TuneIn off Alexia, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Deezer. You can listen to us on Pandora, Amazon uh, Music, Verbal, iVox, Audio Junkie, and uh, we have a few new ones there, uh, Podchaser, uh, Player FM, and then the newest one is Samsung. And so Samsung's taken on the podcast world there too. So you're welcome to listen to us on Samsung Podcasts. And, and if you're listening by any of those, we're so glad that you joined us by all of those means. And uh, we're glad you're tuning us in through your ears today. And I believe the Lord has a message for you uh, that'll inspire you and encourage you today. And so we just try to seek Him and make sure that we have something timely for you. That's why we're here every Wednesday and Sunday. And uh, we're here to make sure that uh, we're being a blessing to you, help you grow spiritually. You know, we're all supposed to grow spiritually. And I believe the Lord's doing a mighty work in these last days of helping people grow spiritually, making sure everybody can access things to, to grow spiritually. And uh, it just seems like you can be flooded with great uh, tools of the Lord right now. And it's just wonderful that we get to be a part of that. If you'd like to give, you can give. There's no pressure to give. But, you know, God can be your source today if you let him be your source you know, he, he can bless you and back good measure. The Bible says in Luke 6.38, give back, and it'll be given to you good measure. Press down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. Notice he, it just runs over. <laughs> he don't have any problem with it running over. You know, he has no problem if it spills over. You know, he's not stressed about every inch of it. God has plenty, and he has plenty to supply your needs and help you today. He's not hurting for stuff. 
And he, and he has way more than what you need if you let him be your source for everything today. And uh, we're not pressuring to give here, but make sure that you're giving him something. You know, the word he's been giving me lately is make sure you give him something to work with, you know. You know, give him something to work with. And I believe he'll increase you. He's the God of increase. And he'll increase you back good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. So be sure it's seeking him where to give, but you can give here if you'd like to. Uh, you can go to jeremiasmithministries.podbean.com and feel free to give there. Hit the giving tab. There's a couple ways to give there if you'd like to. And uh, I believe he'll bless you back. I believe this is good ground, and I believe he'll bless you back good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. I like that. You know, he's a God that likes to run things over, doesn't he? He said in Psalm 23, he said, my cup runneth over. So he has no problem with things running over for you, you know, and, and he, he wants you to have more than what you need so you can be a blessing to someone else. You know, it's nice to be able to be a blessing to someone else, you know. Someone comes with a need and you're able to help them, you know, that's where we all want to be and make sure that we always have something that we can give and be a blessing to someone else. So I encourage you to do that. Make sure that you're giving somewhere and listening to us on any of those means or that you can there listen to us on and uh, feel free to access those things on different uh, podcast uh, uh, platforms there if you'd like to and listen to us there and uh, if you can't catch us live like i said listen to the rebroadcast well it'll go out as soon as we get done here and uh, you can listen to us at your time that's convenient you know that here in america we have places that work all the way through 24 hours a day so it's, it's nice to be able to access a message when you can uh, if you can't make it and you're trying to provide for your family, you know, I'm not saying let their job be your God, but, uh, you know, when you're trying to, your heart is really to help your family, then it's it's nice to be able to get the word of God at the time that's good and convenient for you. And so, you know, make sure that you take advantage of that and make sure it's a blessing to you in your life there. So we're going to get into the word, grab your Bible, get your tablet, get your phone. This is the most exciting part, <laughs> Right. Get your phone, get your tablet, grab you something there so that you can read the word. We have lots of things here. I've got two computers going here. We've got different things happening here. So we've got the word all around us here. So, But make sure that you, you have something that you can read your Bible off of here and uh, so that uh, you can access it. And so we're going to get into it. Let's go ahead and pray. Are you ready? Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. We thank you, Father, for your mercy, Father. Shalom, Father. We thank you, Lord. Nothing's broken. Nothing's missing. We thank you for your peace. And, Father, we just thank you for being so good to us. You're taking care of us in every way, Father. You see beforehand what we're facing. You've got it all worked out and prearranged, Father. And we just thank you for that today. We thank you, Father, for being our provider, providing everything for us, salvation and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, Father, we thank you, Father, for being everything that we need, being our source for all of our needs, for all of our voids, to fill the voids of brokenness, Father, you to fill the broken hearts out there, Father. We thank you come to heal them, and Father, and to bless them and to, and to make them better today. And we just thank you for taking care of us and our families. We ask as we get into the message, Father, that you flood us with light today. Help us to see what you want us to see and help us, Father, by your Holy Spirit to answer every question that people come in here for, Father. We ask that you speak to their hearts and, and minds today, Father. We thank you that your Holy Spirit's here, and, and I ask that you touch them and help every person to get what they need today, Father. And we just ask for it in Jesus' holy name. Think through my mind, speak through my vocal cords, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. We'll always give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. 
Amen and amen. Let me get a drink here. As you can see, when I was praying, I'm getting a little dry here. Hold on just a second. All right. We've been getting the heat here. We've had some 90-degree weather and 100-degree weather. So we've been getting the heat. So we got to make sure and keep ourselves uh, full of uh, fluids there. Make sure we're taking care of ourselves. So we're going to go over to 3rd John. We're going to be doing a new series here. Go on over to 3rd John real quick. And we're going to look at some things out of that, and I believe it'll, it'll encourage you today. And so let's get into that today. Third John, we're going to go over, and I believe you're familiar with this, the first verse. We're going to start right at the top there. And it says, The elder unto the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. So what we're going to be talking about is truth today, right? What's the truth of God's word? Well, he's going to give us some truth here. And he says, Beloved, I wish above all things, right? He says, he wishes above all things, above all the other stuff. He says that you may as prosper and be in health. He says, even as thy soul prospers. For I rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. For I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. So what's the truth he's telling you about that you may as prosper that you may as be a good health, you know. You know, it, it's not good when you hear somebody's not good health. That doesn't encourage you, make you feel good. Now, I can see why he would say that. He would say, I want to see that you have some good health. God provided that health for us through Jesus, right? And he says, I want to see you prosperous. I want to see you prospering in every area of your life. Why? Because if you, if you don't have the things you need, you can't be a blessing to someone else, right? But he says that he wants to see you prosperous and a good health. But he says this, he says, even as thy soul prospers. And that's what we're going to be focused on today is your soul prospering, right? You know, people lose a track of this if they're not careful. This is one of the most important ingredients to your Christian walk is that you prosper your soul. You know, and you would be surprised. You can tell by talking to somebody if they haven't prospered their soul, you know. And you may be prosperous in your soul in one way or for a certain area, but you may not be prosperous in your soul about another area, you know. Uh, for instance, you know, maybe you've been believing for healing and you've been, man, you're listening to healing messages, reading healing materials and getting in God's word, pulling up all the healing scriptures, prospering your soul, speaking healing, talking healing, you know. But what about this other area over here about walking in love? Are you prospered and walking in love. You know, we have to prosper our souls in these areas. You know, you have to feed your spirit in all areas. You know, that's why your pastor will teach on certain things. You know, he'll he'll say, well, you know, we're going to talk about this this week. And he'll make sure that he has it. He's trying to create a certain balance, even like your education when you go to school. They're trying to create a certain balance. If you get in all the right materials that you need each year, you know. And Christians have to have a certain balance, just like the world people do, as, as feeding their spirit on the right things, you know. And you can tell if you're not being fed in an area, you know, if you're getting anemic in a certain area, you know, it's because you're responding certain ways because you haven't feeding, been feeding that area, you know. A good example of that in the world today, you know, there's a whole lot of news, you know, lots of news. You can get news on your phone, news across the top of your phone, news comes at you every way in the mailbox, you know, <laughs> the news comes at you all kinds of ways with the pandemic and all kinds of things, you know, and if you're feeding on that all the time, you know, you, 
just like you can in good things, you can prosper in fear. You can have a whole lot of fear, getting fear, getting it bigger, making it bigger and bigger in your life if that's what you're meditating on. And so we have to prosper in the things that we need to prosper as Christians. You know, maybe you need to turn that off, right? Maybe you need to turn off some stuff so you're you're feeding your spirit on healthy things, you know, because we're not called to have a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We're supposed to be full of joy, full of peace. That's how we're different than the world. We're supposed to we're supposed to be the ones they look to to see how things are going, you know, and and to see you know that things are okay because God does have things in control. He knows exactly what's going to happen before it happens. But it's important that we're setting the tone for the people around us, prospering our souls. So you shouldn't be freaking out over something, you know, because, you you know, God supplies all of your needs according to his riches and glory. You know, you shouldn't be, uh, you get a bad doctor's report. You shouldn't be all worried because God's the healer and he can heal anything. He can fix anything. You shouldn't be stressed out about a situation because God can work out all situations. He, the bigger the situation, <laughs> he gets to show how big of a God he is because he can bring you through every situation. He's a good God and he wants to prosper your soul. The word prosper is interesting, you know, it's a, in the Bible it commonly means it generates wealth or as she hopes to prosper in her investments, you know, but it also means to grow stronger or to flourish like crops will prosper when they have adequate sun and water, you know, and rescued animals can prosper in a, or rescued animals can prosper in a loving home. You know, they can feel loved because they're in a loving home, you know, environment creates these things. Notice it says there the adequate sun with adequate, adequate water, you know, you can prosper, you know, and that, you know, you have to have the adequate things in your life to prosper your soul, you know, it's important that we're prospering our soul so that we can be encouraged in the areas that we need to be encouraged. If you see that you're acting a certain way over a certain area, it's because you got to feed your spirit and prosper it in the area that you need to have. You know, I remember this so deeply, you know, and I was having trouble with finances really bad, you know, at one point years ago, we were having some really, really challenges uh, with our finances, you know, and I'll never forget, I, I was at the place where we were making great money, more money than we ever had. But uh, I was having trouble even buying a candy bar. I was like, oh, dear Lord. And I was getting frustrated that day. You know, I was like, man, God, I'm, I'm frustrated here, you know, working hard, and, you know. And, and I was like, what's what's the matter, you know? And I hadn't fed myself in this, my, uh, my spirit with anything concerning prosperity messages or anything to encourage myself and, and sowing and reaping. And I, I didn't I didn't encourage myself. So my soul, my spirit, you know, is like in, in, a, in a place of depression almost, you know. And, you know, you have to feed your spirit. You have to prosper it to get to your place excited about things again. You can get yourself literally excited about a subject, you know, even when you're in the midst of it and even when you're having challenges in it, when you're prospering your soul, you know, you can be excited about seeing the process as God brings you out. You can be excited about seeing him working it out when you're prospering your soul. So I started, you know. I was uh, at work and I had the capability to listen to messages while I worked all day. So I, I'd listen to prosperity messages all day long, you know, get myself back into it, start sowing here, sowing there, you know, and God started helping me in that situation, you know, but you know, I, I had to prosper my soul. Maybe today you feel like, man, I just can't get healing. I want healing, but I just don't see it. I don't see it for my life. I don't see myself coming out. Well, you got to prosper your soul. So you see it, right? You got to do the things to prosper your soul 
so that you can see yourself being healthy. Maybe you don't, you don't see yourself fulfilling a destiny that you're supposed to fulfill. You know, well, you, you have to prosper yourself in, the, in your soul so that you see it. You've got to see it, you know. It comes back to on us. We have to do our part to do that. You know, we have to take time in God's word and meditate. Remember he told Joshua, he said, meditate day and night in the word. What was he meditating on? Well, you know, he was meditating on the, the, the first books of the law there. He was looking at how God can bring him through. You know, he, how if your enemies come against you one way, they're going to flee seven, you know. He was looking at the, seeing how he could get victory in himself. And once he got victory and he could see it within himself, then, oh, man, them other these people he's going against, all the challenges he has to face, he knows he's going to overcome because he sees it within himself. But that's where it starts, is working on your soul, prospering your soul. What is your soul? Well, it's your body, soul, and spirit. It's your mind, your will, and your emotions is what it is. You have to take care of your mind, will, and emotions. You have to focus it on God's word and spend time in his word, saturating yourself in his word. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. You know, when you get into his word, it makes you more excited about life, it makes you more thrilled about life when you get into his word. His word still works today. His word still acts a lot. It's still alive today. It's still acting today, you know, but you have to take time with his word. I remember, you know, my grandfather, when he passed away, you know, he was dry. He, he used to work very hard, you know, and he would go and he would take a car. He would go get a whole bunch of uh, metal and he'd put it in a car, you know, and he would, man, sometimes he would take days in the heat, you know, and he would cut the metal with his blowtorch, put more into a car so he could drag it across the scales and get money for the steel that he brought across the scales. You know, I've done this with him several times, you know, when they would just cut it up. We'd cut cars into pieces, you know, so we could put them into another car. He'd put them, he'd, he'd drag it with his tow truck across the scales because they'd weigh it. And then he would get, you know, get paid for doing that and get compensated for it. Well, you know, he did that. Well, when he passed away, he was actually doing that type of thing. You know, he just come, he was on his way back. And um, when he was coming back, uh, he passed away in his vehicle and it ran into a sign. I believe it was like a Conoco sign is what it was. And he was he's working all the way to the time he passed away and went to heaven. You know, he enjoyed his job, it seemed like. And he just seemed like he's happy doing what he did, you know. But uh, he, he ended up running into a Conoco sign. Well, they got out. They grabbed the defibrillators and they started getting, trying to bring him back to life. You know, they were, you know, I don't know if you've seen defibrillators. They put them on them, you know, and they start trying to bring them back to life. You know, shock his heart and bring him back to life, you know. And I believe God's trying to do that with people today. He's, he wants you to get a hold of the word and listening to his word so he can shock you back into excitement about life. He He's trying to shock you back into being pumped up about the things that he wants you to do in your life today. You know, he he wants to, he, he's putting the defibrillators right there on your spiritual heart. And he's trying to encourage you that you can fulfill the destiny that he has for your life. Can you see that today? Can you see he wants you to be encouraged? You know, he's encouraging, putting hope back in you, putting joy back in you, putting purpose back in you, putting healing back in you. You know, but you have to let him do that. You have to let him prosper your soul today. Let's look at Romans, the 10th chapter. Romans 10, 17 says it like this. So then faith cometh by how's it come? By hearing and by hearing the word of God. So when you're, you're not hearing, are you getting faith? <laughs> are you feeding your spirit? Well, you have to get around 
faith, faith talking ministers and God's spirit, you know, so he can speak some faith into you and feed your spirit. You have to make sure that you're you're doing this yourself, creating this environment yourself. If you don't take care of you, no one else will, right? I mean, if you if you don't put yourself in that environment, why would you be shocked if you're over here depressed? Why would you be shocked that you felt like you have no destiny and you're you're all alone? Why would you be shocked that you're not going to get healing? Well, you have to. He says faith comes by hearing. And that means you've got to listen to some things and you've got to get some faith within you all the time. You have to make sure that you're feeding your faith all the time. Romans 10, 17, the Amplified says it like this. So faith comes by hearing what is told and what is heard comes by the preaching of the message concerning Christ. So we have to get faith by listening. You've got to use your spiritual ears. I've heard Jesse DePlanis talk about how he likes to read his Bible out loud. Why? Because faith cometh by hearing. He likes to hear it in his ears. You know, we got our eye gates, we got our ear gates, but he wants to hear it, specifically hear it, you know. He wants to make sure, I like to play, I have um, on my phone, I was listening the other day, I liked, I was listening to Isaiah, went through the whole book of Isaiah, listening to it on my earphones. I like to read it, I like to listen to it while I'm doing other things, you know, because I, I like to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to get it in my spirit, you know. And it's important that you're feeding your faith all the time, you know, even when you're doing something else, feeding your faith, <laughs> meditating on God's word, prospering your soul. And that takes effort. You know, I have to push the little play button. I got to get the little headphones. I got to make sure they're charged. I got to make sure, make time for it. If it clicks off, I got to click it back on. I, you got to be purposeful about making sure that you have faith in you all the time. You got to be purposeful that you're hearing what you need to hear all the time. There's lots of other stuff you can listen to. There's stuff out there all over the place. You know, we're flooded with all kinds of things all the time. But, you know, if you want, you know, if you have a situation coming and the Lord's dealing with you, you know, you want to make sure that you're feeding your spirit so you don't be taken off guard by things. You know, if you're feeding regularly on the, your spirit and putting hope within then you're not caught off guard when you have a challenge and things like that. You've already been putting faith in and you're taking care of your spirit. Your spirit's the real you. You know, the Bible says we have body, soul, and spirit, and the spirit man's the real you. And it has to be fed just like your regular body. You know, your body has to have three or four meals a day, you know. My son, Liam, he likes a little bit more than that. He likes more than three or four meals a day. Just kidding with you. But he likes to have, you know, a certain amount of meals a day. But we have to feed our bodies and we have to feed our spirit. You know, it's amazing how we feel like, well, one scripture is going to do it. No, you have to feed it regularly. And so that you're not edemic in, in certain areas. You know, you're, you're, feed, you're making sure that you're not starving and you have to feed your spirit regularly. Romans 10, 14, the... King James says it like this. It says, how then shall they call on him if they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him if they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? You know, God uses ministers very much in ministering to you, you know, bringing faith into your spirit. You know, they, he uses them to persuade you, to encourage you, remind you certain things, you know, the Bible says the Holy Spirit reminds you of certain things, you know, and he'll use ministers to remind you of stuff. That's why, you know, you, you'll hear a minister teaching on something, you know, and then they'll may go over something again. 
you know, reminding you some things, you know, then you say, well, I've already knew that. Well, you knew it's, you have to be renewed to it. You have to remind yourself of those things. So you get to where you, you're not paying attention to them. Like God wants you to pay attention to them. And so that's important that you're making sure that you're listening to the right people, you know, but you're not building your faith by just listening to anybody. You need to be listening to anointed ministers that God puts in your life, you know, people that'll minister things that encourage you, not just any minister, people that'll encourage you. You know, if they're not encouraging you, they're the wrong kind of minister. You know, the Bible says that they're here. To, he gave us the fivefold ministry to edify you. And so they're supposed to be encouraging you, making sure that you're, you're growing and helping you stand up in your spiritual walk and strutting your stuff in your spiritual walk and, and fulfilling the purpose God has for your life. And so it's important that you're listening to the right ministers. Listen to Hebrews 6.12. It says it like this, that you be not slothful, but followers of them through faith and patience inherit the promises. So these are the kind of ministers you want to listen to, people that have fruit in their lives, people that you see that they're fulfilling what God has them do. They're getting results. You know, those are the type of people we want to listen to, you know, people that have good results in their lives. You know, if they don't have good results in your lives, we don't have to listen to them. <laughs> We're supposed to be listening to those people that have good results in their lives, have fruit from what they do. So it's not just anybody that we're supposed to be following, but those are getting the promises. First Corinthians, the 12th chapter, the 28th verse, it says, And God has set some of the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after the miracles, the gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversity of tongues, you know. So he's he set different people in the church to encourage you, you know. Maybe you've been listening to your pastor for a long time, well, then he'll He'll bring him by a teacher to encourage you, you know, or he'll bring by a prophet to speak into your life and maybe about prophetic about the end times and teaching about the book of Revelations or or maybe he'll, he'll send somebody, an apostle into your life or a church. You know, he has all these different uh, ministries for you, you know, to minister to you. As a matter of fact, we shouldn't just focus on one all the time. We should have a good balance. We should be listening to them, but they're there to encourage you. Then faith cometh by hearing from these people and listening to the Spirit of the Holy Spirit through them. And so it's important that we're listening and building our faith through them. The Amplified says it like this, a little bit more Amplified of that scripture. He says, so God has appointed and placed in the church for his own use the first apostles chosen by Christ, second prophets, those who foretell the future, those who speak a new message from God to the people, third teachers and those who work miracles, then those are the gifts of healing, then helpers and administrators and speakers in various kinds of unknown tongues. You know, that helps ministry. That's, you know, that's people that, well, they do, they help, right? They're helping, you know, but he's put them there to encourage you too. And so it's important that we listen and build our faith through these great ministers that God's put into our paths, you know? God's placed all these people here to build your faith. What is faith? Well, it helps to know what it is. You know, and you hear some wild definitions of this sometimes, you know, but what it is, it's a persuasion. It's a firm persuasion, right? And once you're persuaded, you still have to feed your spirit. It's And you stay persuaded in the right environment. Like I was saying, people that make sure that you have a good balanced diet and the spiritual things you need to have, you know. It's important that you're keeping yourself in that environment where you're growing spiritually, but you're, 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 you're prospering your soul, right? Encouraging, you know, all those areas that you need to be encouraged in, prospering our soul. Well, you know, this is life or death to a believer, you know, especially, you know, let's say today you had a terminal condition, 
Well, you know, you don't want to be in a, in a church that's not telling you that you can be healed. You don't want to be in a church that's telling you that it could happen today and it might happen tomorrow, you know. You want to be in a church that says you are the healed of the Lord. You want to be somewhere where they're going to prosper your soul, get you excited about healing, and, and so you can take it and you can be healed. But, you know, if you're in an environment that's not producing that, it could be death to you as if you're in a terminal condition. Think about that with all of the other spiritual things that you're talking about today. Maybe you have you need finances and things like that. You know, well, you don't need to be in a church that preaches against it because that that's not going to help you at all. You need to be in an environment that encourages that, that builds you up in that and gets you pumped up and prospers your soul in that. So you start expecting God to take care of your needs and to help you with the resources you need and to give you favor and to work out your situation. You have to prosper in your soul. You know, animals have this. They're smart enough to know this. You know, animals like to be in an environment. I got deer that go across the back of our backyard out here, and they want to be in an environment where they get food, <laughs> get the resources they need. They got woods out there behind my house, you know, here to protect themselves. They can go hide, you know. If they get scared, they can go run out in the woods and where people can't get them. You know, unless you're really chasing them, I guess. You know, I don't know much about deer hunting, but uh, we have, you know, you, there's all kind. We have different animals, all kinds of different animals out there. You know, but there's an environment for them out there, and we have to make sure we keep ourselves in an environment that has the needs for our necessities, right? To make sure that we're feeding our spirits and prospering our souls. You know, we have to make sure that we're our faith is being fed all the time, and and that's how that's how you prosper your soul. Revelations ten nine through ten says it like this, and and it's interesting what happened to John here. You know, he's had this vision and he's, he's you know, he's, he's got all the things in the revelation that he shows us, you know. But listen to what happens to him. He says, and I went unto the angel and said unto him, give me the little book. And he said unto me, take it, eat it up, and it shall make thy belly bitter, uh, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. You know, we've heard, there's other scriptures talking about how the Bible, his word is sweet as honey. Why? Because you, our spirits have to be fed off of his word. He says, and he took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up. And it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was all better. Isn't that good? All bitter. I'm sorry, all bitter. But, you know, he, he put that in. He had to feed his spirit so his spirit would be strong, you know. And we have to feed our spirits regularly. You know, you can tell when a person's not feeding their spirit. It, it affects their outside, you know. You know, I've heard people talk about this. They go to somebody's house and it's all unorganized and it's a mess, you know. Well, they, they say, well, that tells you about their what's happening on the inside of them, you know. And it's so true, you know, because the things that are being manifest on the outside and how you're talking and how you're acting has to do with what you're prospering on on the inside. My, my pastor used to say it like this, garbage in garbage out. You know, he used to say that all the time, you know, and you need to make sure that you're putting good stuff in. So good stuff's coming out, you know, out of your belly shall flow the issues of life. And you want to make sure that you're prospering your soul, you know, and you're getting encouraged in God's word. Notice John ate the word and he stayed strong. We have to feed our spirits. So let's look at some things that happen when your faith is in the right environment. Let's look here. Acts, the third chapter, the fifth verse. Acts 3, in the fifth verse here. And this is uh, Peter here. Let's look at what happened to Peter here. They Acts, the third chapter, the fifth verse. And he, and he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. And Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give I thee. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up 
and walk. But notice in the first verse, it says, he gave heed unto them. He took time to prosper in his soul. He didn't just walk up and give them a miracle. He gave heed to them. He's listening to them, prospering in his soul concerning them. And then he, he got his miracle. Acts, the third chapter, the fifth verse, the Amplified says it like this, and, and paid attention to, to them. He's watching them, right? And you know, the more you watch, you know, the, there's so many scriptures that talk about this, you know, with people hearing about Jesus, hearing about his works. Matter of fact, the woman with the issue of blood said she heard about Jesus. She, what was happening with her? Why, when she heard about Jesus, she was prospering in her soul. And uh, when you start prospering your soul, you start feeling like, hey, this is going to happen. It could happen today. Situations could work out. They could work out today when you're prospering in your soul. So he was expecting that he was going to get something from them. So let's look here again at the Amplified Version. He says, and the man paid attention to them, expecting that he was going to get something from them. Are you expecting that you're going to get something from God? Or are you, are you like, I don't know if it's going to happen today. I'm not sure if it's going to work today. I don't know if this situation can work out. You know, or is that how you're talking? Is that really how the real you's thinking on the inside? You know, well, you know, that, that's a good sign that you need to prosper in your soul. He says, and the man paid attention to them and expecting that he was going to get something from them. You know, and when we're paying attention to God and we're paying attention to his word, we're expecting we're going to get something when we're prospering in our soul. And the sixth verse says, but Peter said, silver and gold money I do not have, but what I have that I give to you in the use of the name of Jesus of Nazareth, walk. And the guy got up and walked, praise the Lord. So he's he got his miracle, praise the Lord. So he was persuaded or received the God kind of faith quickly in the right environment, you know, getting around people of faith. <laughs> That's a whole nother thing and a whole nother message. We got to get around people of faith. You know, you don't need to be running with a whole bunch of people that aren't expecting God to do stuff in their lives. And they're not pumped up for healing and they're not pumped up about prospering. They're not pumped up about God giving them hope with their circumstances, fulfilling a destiny that God has for their lives. No, you want to get around people that are of like precious faith that are encouraging you so that you can fulfill the destiny that you have. I believe that's even why you're here today is because God wants to encourage you today. You know, he's got some good things in store for you. He, he's not done with you. He hasn't given up on you and you shouldn't be giving up on yourself. God wants you to fulfill the purpose that he has for your life. You know, maybe today you say, well, I'm, I'm too old or I'm too young. Well, no, God will use you. He used David. He, right? he used David all throughout his life. He used Paul all through his life. Moses used him all through his life. He even got done with Moses. He said, I'm, he comes to Joshua and Moses died. And he comes to Joshua and he says, Moses is dead. Now I need you. <laughs> used him up his full life. Goes to the next person, you know, and he's going to use you up your full life. And then he's just going to go to the next person to fulfill the destiny that he has for their lives because he wants to get done as much as he possibly can in the earth through you. And you have to let God do that in your life. You have to submit to that so that you can have a joyous life. And you know, it's a good life. Serving God's a good life, right? I mean, you get to get up and be with the creator of the universe every day. That's a good life, man. It's, it's wonderful to know that you have the, all the answers that you need to have in this life on the inside of you right now. When you get up, you're not like somebody that doesn't have answers. 
You know, Ephesians talks about, you know, uh, it's like not having God in this world if you don't have a covenant. Boy, you think about that today, though. When you have God in this world with you, you can do anything, but you have to see it. You need to prosper your soul in it, realizing that you have all the answers on the inside of you. He's there to help you, to teach you, to fulfill the purpose he has for your life. Matthew 7, 29 says, and he taught them as one having authority, not as the scribes. Matthew 7, 9, 29, the Amplified says it like this in the Amplified Classic. He says, for he was teaching as one who had and was of authority and not as did the scribes. So he was teaching, he was an anointed teacher and these others, not, not so anointed, not so exciting. <laughs> he taught with authority. And these over here weren't so great and so exciting. You know, we have that in the world today. We have some that are anointed, some that are sent and some that just went, right? <laughs> but God's called certain people with an anointing that will minister to you. Precious people that are called by God to minister to you today. All dripping with the anointing on their lives. Precious people to minister to you. Precious servants, messengers of God to minister to you. And those Jesus taught them, you know, he taught them with authority, taught them, taught them with power, but he had to teach them. And then after he taught them, Matthew 8, 16 says, and when the even was come, they brought unto him many that were oppressed with devils. And he cast out the, cast out the spirits with his word and he healed all that were sick. Not just one of them. He killed all, healed all of them that were sick. Think about that today. He taught them first. He prospered their soul first. Took time giving them a word, encouraged them, getting them built up and excited about this thing. And then, boy, he shows up with the healing power just as easy as, you know, going to get your oil changed. You know, I mean, he, he, they got healed right away, praise the Lord. Just as easy as going to get you a sandwich out of the fridge or a drink out of the fridge. You know, you think about that today. He, he wants to heal you, and it shouldn't be that hard if you're prospering your soul. Now, if you come in there and you haven't been prospering your soul, you know, and you're questioning everything and you don't have things right when you show up, you know, well, you may not get your healing. But if you're prospering your soul, getting yourself self stirred up about this thing, then God can do anything. I mean, you're just creating an environment for him to be able to do anything, right? We can also hear through his word. I remember as a youth minister, you know, I'll never forget, you know, I I was at, a, or I remember, I, well, I was a youth minister at one time, but I was actually playing, playing in a Christian band with a friend. And I was attending his church and I heard a youth minister, you know, at the front of the church and he was, he got up there at prayer time and he, he, he was, he wanted to come clean with the church. He said, I got to get right. He said, I haven't been reading the word. And then he ran down the altar and he prayed to get right. He said, I'm going to read my Bible every day from this point on. You think about that. He's a minister. You need to know if you're a minister today, you know, you have to put the word in, you know, because you're giving out all the time, you know, and you got to make sure you're putting it back in. Even as I leave this podcast today, you know, it won't be the last time that I read the word tonight. <laughs> right. I know I have to put it back in. You know, if you're giving out, even as a regular, you know, just a lay person or, or a helps ministry, whatever you're doing, you're you're encouraging somebody on a daily basis. You have to put it back in, you know. And you shouldn't be shocked if you don't feel the way you should feel because you have to feed your spirit. We have to take care of our spirits, you know, to keep ourselves encouraged in God, you know. And so he said, he said, I'm going to start reading it every day. <laughs> I was stunned, you know, I'm on the back, you know, and I was pretty new in this thing, you know, I was playing in a Christian band, you know, and everything. And 
And I was stunned. I was like, the youth pastor tell me he's not reading his Bible. <laughs> you, know? you know, and I'm not putting him down, but we should make sure that we're focused on God's word on a regular basis. Romans 10, 7, 10 says, so faith cometh by hearing. And how's it come? By hearing by the word, right? And, you know, we need to not just hear it. He says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit has to say. So we need to let the Holy Spirit teach us his word. Faith is going to come when the Holy Spirit's teaching his word. And we have to ask him, you know, Holy Spirit, be my teacher. You know, he wants to be a part. He wants you to enjoy reading the word, getting excited about reading the word. Ask him to be a part of it, you know. And maybe he doesn't right away, but let him get involved. Give him time, you know. He'll get involved with it if you let the Holy Spirit be your teacher. He'll start reminding you stuff, putting stuff together, you know, and he'll make it fun for you. But, you know, you don't want to just read it like it's a book, you know, like you're reading Moby Dick or something. You know, you, you want to read it and let the Holy Spirit be your teacher. Let him show you what's in the Word. He'll reveal it. He'll make it live to you. He'll quicken you with it if you let the Holy Spirit be your teacher. John 14, 26, but the Comforter, which the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. What is he going to teach you? Some stuff, just a few things. He's just going to teach you a little bit here and there. No, he says he'll teach you all things, right? Whatever you're dealing with, whatever challenge you're facing with, he's going to teach you this stuff to deal with that. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing right now, he's going to teach you how to get you through that. But you have to listen to the Holy Spirit, and faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And bringeth all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. John 14, 26 says, But the helper, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengther, the standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, uh, to represent me and to act on my behalf. He will teach you all things, and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. So he's not going to let you forget. You know, and the Bible says that the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. You know, whatever he's called you to do, he's going to keep reminding you all the time when you get up in the morning, when you go to bed. He's going to keep reminding you what you're called to do because he, that's his job. He's going to make sure that you don't forget so that you fulfill the purpose that he has for you. You know, God's made trees and seeds. And you think about a tree, you know, every day when it's growing, that it's, you know, if it's, if it's like it is with us, you know, it's like God's reminding him every day, you're a tree. You're going to produce fruit. You're a tree. You're going to produce fruit. And then, sure enough, we have a tree out there that produces fruit. You know, well, the Holy Spirit's like that. He's making sure you're producing. He's speaking to you all the time, making sure that you're producing the things that you're supposed to be fulfilling that God has in your life. John 16, 13 says, How about when the Spirit of truth has come? He will guide you into all truth. He will. He shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall, you shall hear, of that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. So the Holy Spirit, actually, he doesn't say, he's not speaking anything that, you know, that from himself at all. He's only speaking what's coming straight from the Father, right? That's who he speaks to. You know, Jesus is the word. We got the, we got the thoughts of God coming from the Father. We got the words of God coming through Jesus. And we got the Holy Spirit manifesting what's supposed to be coming out, the manifester of God. So they have all three have a function, right? They all three have functions in the Godhead to make sure that you're getting the things that you need to have. John, the first chapter, says, in the beginning was the Word. Who's the Word? That's Jesus. He's in the beginning. Before everything started, before he even manifested on this planet, he was the Word. He was the one saying, light be. He, he, put, he hung the stars out there for you, <laughs> right? 
So when you're talking with the Holy Spirit and he's given you a word, it's coming from the throne room of God. It's a powerful word coming from the Father himself. You know, you're even supposed to pray to the Father. Do you know what the scripture says about that? It says that you're even supposed to pray to him. In Matthew the 6, 9, it says, and after this, therefore pray ye our Father who art in heaven. This is what Jesus told us. Why? Because he's the one we have a relationship. We're supposed to be praying to the Father. And he's the one that wants to make sure that you fulfill the purpose that we have for our lives. So who's really teaching us? It's the Father. Who's really guiding you in your direction and your steps? It's the Father. Who's, who's, who's trying to make sure that your soul prospers? It's the Father. He wants to make sure that you have everything you need. That's a good shepherd. He wants to make sure you have everything you need so that your soul is prospering. But he can only do that if you're working with him, you know, getting in his word getting around faith-filled people that are speaking good word into you all the time. You know, and if you don't have good results, it's because you didn't put yourself in that right environment so he can make sure that you're encouraged all the time. You know, you should have, we should be the most hopeful people in the world because we're, we're keeping ourselves in the hope of God's word and the hope of his faith-filled ministers, keeping ourselves encouraged all the time, right? That's our job is making sure that we're taking care of the spirit all the time. The spirit with the Holy Spirit living on the inside of it all the time. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. And we thank you for your mercy today. And Father, we just thank you, Father, that you've been showing us these things. And Father, we ask that you help us to prosper our souls on a daily basis, protecting our spirits, making sure we're keeping ourselves encouraged in your word all the time. Father, however it needs to be, Holy Spirit, lead us as we do this. Help us to make sure we're listening to the right people, listening to the right, listening to your word in the right way, Father. Help us to, to be encouraged in you in all the areas that we need to be encouraged and well-balanced and to have a good diet, we pray. And Father, we just thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' holy name. And we give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well. If you want to, let's go ahead and pray for you. If you haven't been saved, we're going to take a few minutes there. If you haven't got, if you haven't accepted Jesus as Lord of your life, I don't like to leave without giving somebody the opportunity to know Jesus. If you're new to listening to me and you haven't heard me before, you know, this is a good time to accept Jesus into your life. You need Jesus. He's your hope. He's your joy. He's the Prince of Peace. And you need to have him in your life to fulfill that purpose that God has for your life and enjoy life the way you should enjoy life. He said, I came to give you life in it more abundantly. If you want that, let's go ahead and pray at this time. Just pray with me. We're going to read, we're going to pray right out of Romans 10, 9 and 10. And just repeat this after me. Father, I just believe that you've risen Jesus from the dead. And Father, I just confess Jesus as Lord of my life today. Jesus be Lord of my life right now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer, you just accepted Jesus into your life, you are saved. And I'm so glad I got to pray with you today. If you'd like, you can leave a comment or you can email me at jeremiahsministries at yahoo.com. I'd love to hear from you. And I'd love to know that you got saved there. And I'll, I'll, I'll email you back, get back with you, because I want to make sure that you're being encouraged in your walk with the Lord today. Me and Sheila love you a whole bunch. And, uh, and Liam, my son there too, we're here to, they help me all the time, make sure this is going. And we love you a whole bunch, and we, we're excited that you, you come into the kingdom. And God bless you, and we look forward to hearing from you and spending time with you. I'm going to look at the comments here in just a few minutes here. 
and uh, see if there's any questions or if someone needs prayer. But we look forward to seeing you next this coming Sunday. And God bless you. You hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. God bless you. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to JeremiahSmithMinistries.com. Thank you for listening.